Hello everyone, welcome back to Life and Sport Podcast. I'm joined by a very special guest. She's just recently retired actually from the AFLW, um, played for the Suns, Frio and West Coast and also East Fremantle in the WAWFL, so Waffle is, as people call it, Ashley Atkins. First of all, thanks for joining me and big shout out to Cooling Gatter Sands for hosting it for me and allowing me to record here. So, but yeah, Ashley, how's your day going so far? Yeah, yeah, good. Uh, I'll have to apologise for my husky voice. <laughs> nah, I had uh, one of the girls' weddings last night, so yep. Scotty and Shan. So shout out to uh, congrats Crystal to Scott. Them. Yeah, congrats to them. Um, so I'm a bit, <clears throat> a bit rusty in the voice. So yep. I apologise. You have to clear up my throat every now and then. No, nah, that's fine. You can clear it with a beer provided yep, by Cooley Sands Hotel. So big, big shout out to them for the beers. Thanks very much. But let's get started on your career. Obviously, it was. It was kind of long when you think about it when it comes to AFLW terms, yep. you know, like it, 36 games in the, in the top league of the AFLW from what, I mean, my research may, may have been four less, maybe more, but 36 is an amazing knock, first of all, in the AFLW, so congrats on that. Thank you. I, um, yeah, actually, it's 41, I think. It's I 41? Yeah, See, yeah, so I told did, you I thought uh, yeah. I may be wrong. I did a five at, at Gold Coast, so I don't think uh, that's counted on there, but... Oh, I reckon we should count that, because yeah, Gold yeah. Coast, um, but no, absolutely, um, congratulations on... Uh, you could say a longevity career because it's 50 is a milestone for AFLW. So how did it feel um, and when did you realise, right, AFL, you know, I can make it in the AFLW? Yeah, so um, I've been playing since I was nine, so okay. it was always a dream. Okay, yep. um, And then... Did they have the pathways over in WA sort um, of thing? Until I was 15 and then... That's pretty good. Yeah, so back back in my day, show my age a little bit, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, back in my day, we could play till we were 15 and okay. then we had to go into the women's league. So, oh, okay. But there was a women's yeah, league though. There was, that, that's yeah, not, it was that's well not established. Thing. Well, it is now, but it mm. wasn't back then like in... In our, in our age, because we're around the same age, it was not a thing over here in on the eastern side of Australia. Yeah, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm, obviously Victoria's been big for you quite, know, a while now. quite a while. Um, but we, I'm sure I'll get corrected out here, but um, <laughs> we celebrated 30 years in the Waffle. Wow. Um, three or four years ago. Wow, that's amazing. Take, as in take. the WAWFL? Yes. That's, so was yeah. your juniors with East Fremantle as well? No, so I did I did play with the boys, um, Redcliffe, junior mm-hmm. At Redcliffe Footy Club. Not Redcliffe, Queensland for anyone listening, no, just for reference. WA. Redcliffe WA, and WA. Yes. Okay. Um, and then when I turned 15, I actually went to Swan Districts. Okay. Um, I did two years there and then uh, went to East Fremantle. Okay, yeah. awesome. And obviously, um, w- WAFL, um, I'm brain fighting hard right now. <laughs> um, junior sports, you obviously played AFL. Was there any other sports before AFL that you had an interest in? No, no. no? Just the, always and, AFL? Yeah, always AFL. And it was actually just pure luck. I yeah. went down with um, a friend... I couldn't I couldn't get picked up one day from my friend's house with with dad so yep. um yeah my friend's mum said oh I'll drop her off but I got to take Robert to footy training first so and that was your first bit of exposure to footy sort yeah, of yeah I just sat on the sidelines I was like oh well just wait yeah and a coach came over and said why don't you join in oh join in with the boys and pick up a footy and away we went no that's awesome so um obviously from WA did you follow West Coast or Fremantle growing up? Yeah, I did. Which I, one? I follow West Coast. Yep. Okay, and you managed to live out, you could say, somewhat of a dream and yep. play for West Coast. Yeah. Um, we'll cover that in a little bit, but obviously talking about the draft, you went undrafted, as you said just before, in the first, like your first year of trying to get in the AFLW. Um, and that would maybe put some people off trying to go again, but you stuck with it. What was the driving force behind wanting to make it after not making it in that first year? Yeah, um, it's obviously pretty brutal. Mm. Um uh, yeah, it could, could turn out either way, I suppose. But yeah, I just thought to myself, like, I want, this is something I want. Like, yeah. I've been dreaming for so long and, you know, West Coast didn't have a side then, but it's all I wanted to do. I just yeah. wanted to play 
um, AFL footy for West Coast. Yeah. Um, so I was just like... I've Whatever got, pathway that takes, yeah. I'll, I'll do it. I was like, I've got to do it now. If I don't do it now, I'm just going to regret it. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I just put my head down and went to work. No, that's awesome. Um, and speaking of work, obviously, there's a big thing in the AFLW of like, it's still somewhat semi-professional of there's some have, some players have jobs, some players don't, they commit all all the time and stuff. Did you have a work um, sport balance and how did you manage that if you did? Yeah, I did. Um, so I was actually working in the mines oh, okay. when I got drafted. Yep. So I had to give that up. Um, I took I took five months off, I think, when I first got drafted to Frio. Yep. So that was really nice. Did, a, did the full-time gig. <laughs> that, that would have been, yeah, yeah wow. Yeah. It's really good. Loved it. Obviously not sustainable. No. <laughs> Especially not back then. I think we were getting paid $10,000 in the first, our second year, so for my first year. So. Wow. I mean, that's still a good contract nonetheless to, yeah. for starting up, but that's peanuts yeah. though. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I had to, had to find work pretty quickly. And, and if you don't mind me asking, what industry did you go into after, cause, or did you go back into the mines? No. So, I went, I went. I was still health and safety, stayed okay. in the same, uh, I suppose, occupation. Yep. And then um, was lucky enough that CJD Equipment, so shout out to them. Yeah, They've been absolutely. amazing. Kept, I'm still with them. So oh, awesome. Yeah, when I transferred over here to, to the Gold Coast, they said, oh, we've got a branch in Brisbane. Oh, so Isn't that it? Yeah. That's awesome. Bit of travel, but it, the job's there if you want it. So nah, that's that's um, amazing. Yeah, I've, I've been very, very lucky, very fortunate with them. A lot of the girls who I've interviewed have been able to say that, you know, their employer and whatever is very, you know, lucky and forgiving. Same with the NRLW girls yeah. as well. And I think that's an amazing step forward for women's sport in general, whether yeah. it's full contact or not. Um, but let's get talking about your AFLW time. One second. You started off at the rivals of West Coast, of course, because West Coast did not have a team at the time. It was yeah. with Frio. What was it like going into, you know, enemy territory for the first time? <laughs> yeah, it was... It was Obviously, it, like, name got called out, absolutely over the moon, loved it. Um, it was a bit strange. Yeah. Been diehard Eagles supporter my whole <laughs> life. Um, That'd my, be like being a Collingwood fan and being drafted to the Blues. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my family, diehard Eagles. Yeah. Everyone that I knew, diehard Eagles. So, yeah. um, it was odd, but uh, at the time, I was pretty... At least you didn't have to travel over the other side of the country, though. Yes, exactly. Yes. And was there any interest from Fremantle, like, prior to the draft like they do with men? Sometimes, you know, three or four clubs will be like, look, we're looking at maybe picking you up sort of thing. Yeah, we had, we had a few... Um, I suppose open days and yep. we did the 2Ks and everything like that. A couple of interviews with them. Um, but there was no super indication. There was no guarantee nah. sort of thing. Okay, so there was fair. about 20 to 30 of us. Yeah. I think, oh, from memory again, probably get corrected. I think there was about five spots yeah. um, on the list and okay. maybe a couple of rookie spots, So yep. which I wasn't el- eligible for. Oh, what was the eligibility for rookie? Uh, back then, I was think it Was it because you'd already tried the draft maybe? Yeah. Or? And okay. It, and I think because I'd already played footy oh, in my okay. life. So oh, okay. Yep. I think you could have a two-year break. Um, and that would count because you had so long off sort yeah. of thing. And, or you're a cross-coder. Nice. Yeah. 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 So cool. It so was a little bit more lax back then. I think it, it's real tight it's now. It's so yeah. tight now. Yeah. But like that's because obviously they're moving towards a much more professional standard. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. will definitely touch on your time at the Gold Coast in a little bit. But Frio, it was, as you said, it was very weird playing in free, the wrong colours, you could say, yeah. really. Um, but it's still AFL nonetheless. Exactly. And what was it like running out onto the field for your first AFLW game? Yeah, it, um, yeah, it was, was nerve-wracking. Actually, we had a conversation yesterday yeah. and someone goes to me, what do you reckon, running out for your debut mm. or standing up for a wedding? I went, oh, Ooh. debut, debut for sure. So, yeah, okay. Because so Crystal, Crystal Scott just debuted not long ago. That's so. right. So, wow. Yeah. Um, but I think it's televised. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it's watching you. That's your, true. Your stats the are released. Yeah. yeah. No, that's <laughs> it's fair. It's just your closest friends and family. But, 
you know, your stats are released after a game, so you know, you know if you're not you doing know if well. You <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> um, and obviously, you spent some time at Frio, and then you went over to the team that you grew up following, which is West Coast. Yeah. What was it like, first of all, the because it was a new team, more or less, at the time, West Coast. Um, and what was it like going from Frio to West Coast, the differences and, you know, subtle nuances, if there was any? Yeah, well, first of all, it was pretty surreal. Um, you know, the season ended with Frio and you get into those kind of periods, trade and sign and expansion and yep. um, had Adam Selwood call on me. Wow, so what a name. <laughs> yeah, so As a West Coast fan, you yeah, would have been like, I was, oh. uh, Yeah, I was a bit like, oh. <laughs> Hey, how you going? <laughs> and like, Adam Sandler's the best boy. I love him now. He, like, he's a good guy. Go, yeah. go and have a beer with him. So I'm like, it's so, it was just so surreal. Like yeah. I couldn't believe it. You're like, like is this happening? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then obviously the difference is, you know, it, a great group at Frio. Like yeah. absolutely loved it, but couldn't pass up that opportunity no, to, of course to not. live out my childhood dream. And I was just like, probably thinking back then too, oh, I'm getting a bit older. Don't know how long I got left in me. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'd be spewing if I took up, didn't take up this opportunity. Yeah, of course. Even um, if you you probably got offers from other clubs, but you were like, nah, West Coast. Yeah. Did you get other offers from other clubs? Um, no, no, I, I wasn't looking. No, so, that's fair. Nah. You were only really looking at West Coast or staying at Frio yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, no, nah, no other offers from other clubs, but... Um, just the way Adam Selwood sold the club, like I was all in. Yeah, so. I mean you would be because you were a fan because yeah. it, it, all that also helps a little yeah. bit. And obviously when you met Adam and whatnot, did you tell him that you're a fan of yeah. West Coast Grand? Oh, I think you could tell. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could tell straight away. Um, but no, nah, yeah, yeah, he obviously sold the club to me and yeah. the culture they have there and um, they just built their brand new facility. And What was the facilities like? Oh, it was... Unreal. Yeah. It was unreal. It's, it's one of the best in, in, in the country. Um, I know St Kilda and um, a few others over there, they've just built brand new facilities too and they do pretty well. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, for, for a footy club outside of Victoria, yeah, um, that's yeah they, pretty did, good. they did quite well. That's, yep. they, did they build that around the time Optus Stadium was built, would you say? Yeah, I think yeah. it was. Um, I think they finished a year a year after. Yeah. yeah so yeah. yeah, it was pretty pretty similar times. That's not um, bad. And what was it like running out for the first time in your beloved West Coast? Oh, colors? again, surreal. Yeah. Like it was just so good. Um, Did you have your family there? Obviously. No, it was no. in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I know. I know. The next game, everyone. <laughs> what was that yeah, like then? That was. Yeah, that would have been everyone. a bit more memorable than. Yeah, the, I yeah. think you know most of the crowd was family and friends. So <laughs> they just they yep. were on board. They were just like, "Yeah, we're there." No, nah, that's and did you get the win that day? No, I don't. Oh. Bl- no, I think it was a few games after. We only had one win that season. So mm-hmm. and um, what was what? Obviously, what was the feeling like winning oh, for West Coast? Yeah, relief a little bit. <laughs> yeah, to get the <laughs> so, monkey off the back. Yeah, sort of thing. but oh, but that was unreal too. Like we were the first first women's side to win for the club. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty surreal. Um, and even the girls that weren't Better playing. History making oh, right there. absolutely. And even the girls that didn't run out on the field, it was like, well, everyone was in the change rooms. It was one big circle. It was just, yeah, yeah. just love. That's, you know? that's amazing. Um, and then obviously, unfortunately, you got, uh, you w- got delisted, yep. unfortunately, and you went over to Gold Coast, which is we we are recording on the Gold Coast technically. Yep. Um, what was it like? And obviously, going over to the other side of the country, um, yep. I don't know if you've been over here before really much, but it would have been very different. What was it like for you? Yeah, obviously, pretty disappointing time for me to get to get delisted, but I completely understand where the, the club was coming from. Yeah, um, still got to live out your childhood exactly. dream and play for West Coast, and, and they were going to start to go through a rebuild and. Yep wanted to change their list and, and go for younger players and completely understood that. And, um, yeah, fantastic. No bad blood there with the no. club. 
just sometimes doesn't work out. No, um, that's it. But, you just, but you've got a lifeline at Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Joycey actually just called me out of the blue one day and said, what do you reckon? You want to come across? So, yeah. And um, you said, yeah? Oh, I panicked at first. I was in because of the big moves oh, sort of yeah, thing. Just, you know, I was like, oh, I couldn't get any further away from Perth. Uh, You're so. not wrong. <laughs> So, but no, I was, yeah, I was all in from, yeah. I was just like, yep, how do we make this work? So, um, they had a young list and they needed a bit of experience, um, but they're just so committed, such a committed group and, and speaking to, to Joycey and Fee and their list management, just the way that they go about their business is just very professional and they're just hungry to win, but they're hungry to learn. And oh, that's, yeah. that's kind of the, a great duo to have. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the real probably decider for me is, yep. um, I suppose, their attitude, not just towards footy, but towards life. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was a pretty special time. Like, they're probably some of my fondest memories coming across here. So That's awesome. Well, it was it would have been an adventure as well because, as yeah. you said, you've not really been over this side of Australia. No. Nah. Other than when you're playing game days, you know. Um, and what was it like? Obviously, there is a photo, which I'll pop up now in the episode, um, when you scored your first goal against West Coast after having played for West Coast and it was for the Suns. What was that like? Yeah. Look, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I'd be lying if I said <laughs> I didn't. Um, but I, I'm still close. I caught up with coffee the next day with some of the yeah. girls. I love them to bits. So like, still really good friends. But yeah, I, I'm, I enjoyed that moment, especially with, you know, the Gold Coast girls. They all got around Did me. you get a win that day? Yes. That's I, think, I think we won by... 25 that's pretty good points that's so, pretty good yeah we were it's a good game too we played quite well as a side and mm. um just started to kind of gel after we had a pretty disappointing round one against north and mm-hmm. thought we really underperformed as a side so yeah to bounce back that next week and, and get that win was really beautiful that's awesome and obviously talking about sides you know who you love to play against and with what i'll go into individual players in a second what club did you no matter who you were playing for, whether it was West Coast, whomever, what club did you hate playing against and which club did you love playing against, whether it was for intense or, you you know, whatever reasons they may be? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, probably didn't like playing against Adelaide. In um, Adelaide or just in general? No, nah, just in general. Okay. Um, played a lot of They footy. were dominant and they still yeah. are. Really. Maybe that's why. Yeah, and just played a lot of footy with Chelsea Randall and she's just elite. Like, yeah. like love to play against a behater at the same time. Yeah, like you love, uh, you love it because... It, you, you can figure out how, where you can do better. Yeah, sort of thing. yeah. She exposes your weaknesses. Just, yeah, she, she, and she's so courageous as a player, which makes it really hard as a forward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know she's coming. Yeah. <laughs> and, who, and who did you love playing against? Yeah, oh, that's a tough one. I don't know. There's really a few because I think like we, again, probably we knew, we knew some girls from Adelaide, so yeah. that was nice. Um, but yeah, when we knew some girls from Collingwood so it's always it's always nice to play against people that you know yeah um, and you kind of work them out and, and, and then you can them. message in the day after yeah, and be yeah. like hey, I got the win a bit, a bit of chat so um, but yeah I don't know I don't think I really have a favourite to play against I was just keen to play yeah that's fair so, and speaking of teammates who you love to play with and against who was the biggest pest at whichever club whether it's one throughout the whole three clubs or you know who were the biggest pests whether it was because they were playing pranks or they were just you know um Acting up or whatever. Oh, I reckon there's been there's been a few. Okay. Uh, uh, do you have like top three if you can think of some? I, I could do one from every club. Okay. Yep. So I reckon at um at Frio it would have been Taylor Breslin. Yep. Just she's she's still a, <laughs> a pest menace now. Yep. Um, West Coast would have been Bella Lewis. Okay. Um, I've heard she's 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 backed off a little bit now, but ah, oh, she's she's an absolute pest. <laughs> and um, Ali Drennan, I reckon at Gold Coast. Okay. 
Um, good, good, all in good ways. Yeah, they were all the, like they they were the pests, but they were funny. They were funny. They were funny, good fun, absolute get around you. But yep. you're like, oh, sometimes you just you just want to this. Like. That, uh, yeah, no, that that's totally fair. And speaking of, you know, players that you know, there's always a player that controls the speaker in the change room. You know, the the music and whatever. Who was that at each club? Yeah, the best would have to be um, Laura Pugh yeah. from Freo. For and, music and taste, you mean? Uh, just for just controlling the speaker, I reckon. Yeah, just nice. take over, absolute takeover. <laughs> um, she, yeah, and she wins the fan award every year, I think, now with O'Driscoll. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get the pleasure to play with O'Driscoll, but um, those two together, they just look like... A deadly duo. A bowl of fun. <laughs> they carry a speaker around with them. Oh, wow. So, I yeah. mean, that takes the cake for me. They're just, they're elite. Like, I couldn't imagine what happens in that change room before and after games, especially um, wins. <laughs> absolutely. And who controlled the speaker at West Coast and at uh, Gold Coast? I reckon Bella again at West Coast. Yeah. Um, she she definitely... Was the, no, no, nah, nah, let me put my tunes on sort of thing. Yeah, it was in the queue. So no one could queue in because Bella just queued all these songs <laughs> along. And then oh, um, Gold Coast is pretty good. A bit of, bit of change around. Um, Ellie Hampson's on it a bit. Yep. Um, Wallace Randall, she gets on it a bit. Mm-hmm. Wally's a vibe, so yeah. wherever Wally goes, she's she's dancing the whole <laughs> way. Doesn't matter how she feels, she's up and about. She's bringing the team. She's dragging the team with her. That's amazing. Sorry, just uh, look. At anyone is watching. I'm just looking over this way for the topics and list and whatnot, which is that's amazing. Um, what is a club that you played for? Sorry, that you didn't play for that you wish you could have. I don't. I don't think there's one because you, you managed like, to do it. West Coast. Yeah, West Coast was the dream. Yeah. Um, and I think Gold Coast was the one I didn't know I needed okay. towards the end of my career. Okay. Um, I'm obviously and great, so grateful for Fremantle for the opportunity to bring me into the league. Of course. Because without that, you wouldn't have played for West Coast. Without played, that, you wouldn't yeah, have played for Gold Coast. Exactly. So the, absolutely grateful to that club. And, and West Coast was the dream. And, you know, I was probably coming to terms with, ah, oh, that, that, that's it. That's, yeah. that's the, the end of the chapter, the end of the story. I was going to say, and speaking of, how did the decision to retire, you know, come about? You know, because some people say it's, you know, when you know. You know, yeah. like sometimes it'll be one day you wake up, right, I'm retiring today. Yeah. But what sort of was the decisions and all that sort of stuff for you? Yeah. And and I suppose that's why it was so hard for me. And I, I shed a couple of tears when I when I told the girls because I, um, yeah, like I said, I th- it's the one I didn't know I needed. And I, th- yeah. I probably thought the story had ended. And then they gave me the call and I went, yep. And I, I was all in and we were doing quite well. Yeah. And, you know, we, we just missed out on finals. But yeah, probably... Sat down at the end of the year with, um, you know, my partner Holly and um, people close in my my support network, and just really went, can I push my body through another year? Yeah, another, but let alone another preseason, let alone yeah. another year. <laughs> yeah, and also the hours are going up now. Of course. Um, so I, I probably struggled with that a bit this year. Yeah. Um, there was a fair few more hours and running and change of direction for for the knee i've got arthritis in the knee oh, so that's no good so no not the not the best but um yeah I, I sat down and probably went probably made to make make a decision here and and then yeah you know pretty pretty humbled by by my friends and went ooh. You did tell us a few times that you you wake up in the middle of the night pretty sore, mm. so you forget all that. Like you're, yeah. you're just going through and you're having a good time, and you know footy's there, and you forget. You know your support network probably probably cops the brunt of it sometimes. Yeah. So, um, but you know, and Holly was all in. She was like, "If you go around again, I'm I'm all in. I'm there with you. Like, you you decide. You yeah. do what you want." And yeah, it's probably sat down with myself and 
sat on it for a bit and then, yeah, like I said, woke up one morning and just said, oh, you know what? I, I can't do this anymore. So, yeah, that's fair. Well, looking back on your career, before we get into some sort of fun topics, um, looking back on your career, would like 10-year-old Ashley be proud or, you know, be in awe of the AFL player Ashley, do you reckon? Oh, absolutely. Yeah? I think... I think if, yeah, you kind of told me at that age that I would make that dream a reality as much as you you want to as a kid, yep. um, you get you got told pretty quickly that there was no league. Yep. So, yeah, as someone come up and said, no, there's going to be a league and you'd play, would have been probably a bit like, oh, shit, I wow. did it. Like, that, that's awesome. Yeah. And obviously looking back, it is still very fresh, the retirement. It was literally not too long ago, really. What, yep. um, what have you been doing since then? Yeah, it was a good question. Not much. I've been Not enjoying much. my time. Yeah, uh, that's fair. It'd so be a lot more free time now. Yeah, being able to yeah, just go for a run when I want and you know, catch up with friends for coffee, going out for dinners and yeah, it's been it's been very different to be able to just do things on my own my terms, own terms. Really, yeah. Um so yeah, it's been I think Are you it's gonna been, stay over this side? Oh it's a good question. Yeah. Um I'm not sure yet. Not it'll sure. it'll be you know, hopefully uh looking into going into a bit of business and yep. got a couple of ideas in my head and Gonna go home for Christmas though. Yeah, I'll go yeah. home for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Cool. so it just depends where where business takes you. That's, know? that's very true. Always open to good business ideas. So Anyone who's listening, yeah. <laughs> yeah, be so. sure to message Ash. <laughs> yeah. um, no, that's that's awesome. And so obviously that brings up the topic of, as you said, business and whatnot. What's next for Ashley Atkins? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I got a, got a few ideas where uh, I want to go into, and a couple of franchises I probably want to check out, and mm-hmm. um, I'll, I'll probably stay in fitness and sport and. And, and stuff like that but yeah just the direction I want to take is probably more business like and yeah. <coughs> um, I do like my coaching so that's, yeah, nice. okay. that's not too bad but it's not my priority I, yeah. I probably I like doing it for a bit of fun yeah. I don't know if I could do it full time no that's fair yeah. well, I've got some quick fire questions for you first of all what's your beer of choice oh it doesn't have to be Bolter yeah, that you're drinking yeah, now but <laughs> what, is, what is your beer of choice yeah I, I'm big on the Bolters at the moment yeah Bolter's good um, which type Stone of and Wood Stone, Stone and Wood is, I haven't had Stone and Wood yet is oh it good? it's pretty good yeah. their ginger beers are the best I've had you see the best I've had ginger beers are the Bundaberg ginger beers oh. I haven't had Stone and Woods though I've, like, I've had all the other ones yeah. and I just think because Bundaberg one just tastes like their ginger beer that they make anyway yeah sort of one. maybe I don't know but I'll definitely try I like try. the Stone and, Stone and Woods because it's not so sweet Okay. Yeah, so I'll be like sure to try that one. Then. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Right. Uh, how do you like your steak? Medium rare. Very nice. That's the best way yes. to have it. I don't like it mooing. No. Re- uh, I don't like it blue, but I also don't like it like Black. that I could cover yeah. a, a manhole <laughs> cover with it. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. Uh, Apple or Android? Apple. Apple. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite movie of all time? Ooh, that's a tough one to be put on the spot in. Mm. If you yeah. don't have a number one, you can maybe go top three if you like. Ooh. Oh, no, I don't know. Huh? Go with the Lion King, you know. That's that's a good one. You got to throw it back to the to the old days. The classics, no, absolutely. Um, I'm just trying to think because I haven't listed on there, but they're always my go-to's for quick fire questions. Um, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh, well, sometimes I'm always like, I want to read minds, yeah. but I'm like, do I really want? Do I really want to read what? minds? Yeah, do, do I, I really want to know what? Do I want to know? Sometimes I don't want to know what people think about me. So <sighs> either that or fly. Well, I mean, it would make so much shit so much easier. Yeah. You know? I'm always late. Really? Where have I gone? I, I well, you were early here today. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Um, I, I was in the area. That's yeah. why. So. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair enough. I'm <laughs> oh, um, just trying to think. So there was that, 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 that. Uh, one 
type of thing that I, that I kind of took from Backchat, as in the podcast. Anyone who's listening, be sure to go and check out my interview with Will Schofield. That's on everywhere. Uh, he's also the host of Backchat. I kind of took this a page out of their book, and it's um, a question. I'll probably edit this because I'll probably think of more stuff to talk about after this. But it's, what question do you have for the next guest? I don't know who the next guest is. It'll be someone in sporting. But who? Would, what question would you like to ask the next guest? Ooh. That's a good one. Mm. Actually, I know exactly who the next guest is. Sorry. Tell why. Um, that was a click so I can edit that out. The next guest is Michael Witt. You may not know the name. He played in the NRL about 10 years ago or so. So he's a former professional rugby league player. Yeah, okay. Um, it can be anything. It can be sports. It can be whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? Oh, It's hard because you always go, what's your favorite memory? Oh. I've never asked that, actually. I've never asked that to oh, someone before. Yeah. What's, what's your favorite moment? That's a great question. Yeah. I'll be sure to edit that into the episode, uh, to the next episode. Anyone who's listening, Michael Witt is the next episode. Um, but yeah, how's retirement, as I said? Like, it's, yeah. un- it's only recent and you're still probably really adjusting to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to soak it up a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, I probably haven't been going for as many runs as I should and... I well, you st- still seem relatively fit for lack of a better I've stayed time. in the gym. I'm like, oh, if I stay in the gym, that's... That's all right. Yeah. So stay off legs for a little bit. Give the knee a bit of a break. And does your partner follow AFL? She does. She's what a team? Collingwood supporter. Because yes! I'm a Collingwood yeah. fan as well. Grew up Collingwood fan always and have been. And I definitely <laughs> let that be known on every episode I do. Um, so I'm very salty about 2018. <laughs> I was just about to say, when we get into disagreements about footy, I always just remind her about 2018. I interviewed Will Schofield, <laughs> <laughs> who played in that grand final. Um, but no, so like I had a bit of heart pain a few years in, in a row. I had 2015 because I followed the Broncos, oh. and they lost by one point in Golden Point. And then Collingwood had a five-goal lead, and they lose by a goal, more or less, in the dying <laughs> minutes of... Oh, I had no nails left <laughs> after that game. I um, mean, speaking of obviously, obviously West Coast, they have an illustrious amount of grand final wins since their inception. What's been your favourite grand final that you've watched for the men's AFL team? Oh, it has to be 2018. Really? Yeah. You had to say that? No, yeah, absolutely. But 20, not, was it 06 that they won it? 06 was good, especially because yeah. we got redemption. Yeah, because so the year before. So that was nice. Yeah, I was pretty filthy the year before. Um I love Swans, but now like I've had a grudge against them for ages, and yeah. I think it was because of that. I could never put my finger on it. I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, they're all right. They're not. They're not that good. But they're they're all right. They're a good side. Um, but 2018, just 2018, because of the the well, season. Just, yeah, and I just thought, ah, oh, choked here, like because of the five goal lead, and like yeah. Yeah, the Collingwood like, did have a really comfortable lead, but it's like it reminded me of um two thousand was two thousand fifteen yeah. all over again. Yeah, that, even Will Schofield said <laughs> yeah. that he was like, "Oh no!" I mean, he, well, <laughs> on the game day in particular, they were like, "Look, they did like what was a meditation? It was um, uh, what was the breathing called?" So they did some sort of breathing and mindfulness at halftime during the game. Yeah, okay. and they were like, they figured they had the mental preparation that they didn't have in twenty fifteen yeah. to get through being behind by five goals and obviously unfortunately for me <laughs> it proved out to be true but yeah how do you think West Coast will go the men's and the women's next year because I hate to bring up the stat but um, they tallied the most amount of losses combined for the AFL and AFLW this year in the history of AFL and AFLW having the same sort of season yeah. how do you think both teams will go next year 
Oh, look, I think the I boys... I hope they go well. I, I think they'll go... I think they'll go all right. I think the boys will bounce back. They won't get back. the spoon, that's for sure. Nah. And they had a few COVID issues at the start of the year. Yeah. And, and they also had that jersey debacle this year. Did you hear yeah, about that? Yeah. Yeah. Look, it, it wasn't great for them. Yeah. Um, but I think they'll bounce back pretty quickly. You know, they might not drop, jump back into the top eight. No, nah, but um, they'll but still... They'll, be they'll do better. Competitive. Yeah. Um, and the women's will be competitive. Like, of they course. got some really good young players. Like, you look at Bella, Bella, Bella Lewis, Charlie Thomas... Ella Roberts, mm-hmm. Courtney Rowley, um, superstar names, and they'll bring you, they'll bring a couple more in this year. So you know, paired with Emma Swanson, um, Ash McCarthy, Dana Hooker, and I've just remembered a question. So this is kind of great that we're still chinwagging and recording. Um, what's the worst piece of advice that you've that you've received, whether it's from a fan or a coach or whomever? Yeah, yeah, we had a discussion about this earlier. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> I've had a pretty good support network. I've been I've been really really lucky. So I don't really really have a think about this and go, oh, what have I received? And I also forget a lot of things. So yeah. I reckon if someone told me, I'd just water off a duck's back. Just which it I, is in, which in, it is. in a long yeah. time, yeah. But I reckon when I didn't get drafted in that first year, I mm-hmm. remember I don't know who it was, but I remember. Oh. Was it like Instagram comment or something like that? Oh, I, I think it might have been in a passing conversation with oh. someone. It's like, oh, you know, sometimes good players just don't get drafted. So, I, I mean, was, that is which is it's, it's true. A lot so, of good to some extent, some people they're like, yeah. "Oh, I've played with more talented, better players, yeah. and they never got drafted." But yeah. uh, that's kind of a backhanded compliment, yeah. isn't it? It is. Yeah, and I, yeah, I didn't really know how to how to take it. I suppose, and it's probably why I don't really remember it till no, now. That, that's it's fair. like, oh, what's the I best piece of that? advice then that you've received? Oh, just get to work. Yeah, fair. Just just put your head down. Get, if, trust the process. If if you've got that's, a good support network. Yeah. Um, and you're doing the right things. The rest will come. Yeah, really? and we, we always talk about man in the stand. Have you heard that saying? No, I haven't. Um, so so train like there's a man in the stand. Okay. So you might be training by yourself. You're doing hundreds or you're doing a skill session with a mate or whatever it is. It's like, well, you're here. You're doing it. Yeah. Do it like someone's watching. Yeah. Okay. So it give the same intensity. Do it like there's effort. a scout in yeah. the stands. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard that before. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So kind of live by that. Like That's, I'm I'm gonna take that and use that <laughs> in my life. Wow. Like I've I've never heard that before. Yeah. That's that's incredible. And speaking of, what advice would you give to any youngsters, young girls, young whomever who would like to make it in the AFL or AFLW one day? Yeah, I think uh, I think it's a classic saying: is um, hard work trumps talent. Yeah. When talent doesn't work. When talent doesn't work. So you can be as talented as you want and you know, it's probably why some good players don't get drafted, but mm-hmm. you have to put in the work. So yeah, absolutely. Um I think I think these days it's all round. It's you yeah. know, not it's not just being a great footballer or, or whatever sport you're in, it's it's being a good human and, you know, taking initiative in, in your club and, and doing all these other things and, you know, helping the younger players and yeah. Stepping outside your comfort zone weekly and yeah, it's it's kind of being all encompassing. Yeah. So yeah, I think you just got to get to work. Nah, Try and make absolutely. yourself better. Get get a good support network around you. Um, and yeah, it's it was all about one percenters. That, that's absolutely. So, and those one percenters can be, you know, doing. You know, say you missed two set shots in the like in your game that weekend. That during that week of training, do twenty or thirty minutes of set shots after training's done. Yeah, sort of thing. You know. Yeah, and it's like recovery. Like hmm. you know, everywhere does it now. Yeah. But that was the one percenter, right? You get in the ice bins and. Um, you know, you put the massage boots on and you go make sure you get your weekly massage. You do the saunas. What was you on your playlist for the pump up for the game days? I just 
don't know why that came to my head out of Ooh. random topic, but that just came to my head. Oh, I left the kids in charge of that. Okay. I can't even, I'm, I'm not too good with names and music. Okay. So. Did you have any, did you have a song then in particular that always got you ready for a game? Um, not particularly. No. no. I'm, I'm more of a mindfulness person. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of sit, you get, you get your little, your little corner with your, yep. put your stuff in your bag down and kind of just watch bit of a watcher, you know, oh, take a okay. couple of deep breaths, settle my nerves, settle myself, get myself in the zone. I heard the weirdest pre-game ritual because I've heard some doozies over the years of interviewing players. What, who, if, if it wasn't you, obviously, was there a really weird ritual? Like, example, one person I know, they had a teammate that always had a spew on the two-minute bell before you walk out on the field without fail and it just became like literal muscle reflex it wasn't there they couldn't control it for, yeah for a was there anyone that had a we weird have one of those you did at gold coast i'm not <laughs> sure it was um it was on a on a time limit no? but had to have a spewful game okay and that was that was lauren bella oh wow okay um and my god did it scare me <laughs> the first game I played for the Gold Coast Suns. Wow. I was like, oh, is she, is she right? Is she actually dying? And uh, no, just no one checking on her. I'm like, yeah. hey, are you all right? Like, Obviously, everyone knew, but you... And they were like, ah, no, nah, don't leave her. She, she does this every week. Don't worry about it. And yeah, obviously got to know that that was wow. a... Wow. That That's was, I think, just, yeah, just... Did you have a ritual like putting a certain left sock or right sock on or nah, no? No, nah, not, not a... Not Favourite pre-game meal? No, nah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit no? loose with that as well. Oh, okay, because I know some people like got to have carbs, got to have pasta. No, no right? superstitions for me. That's awesome. Yeah, just just go about my business. No, nah, that's awesome. And I think that more or less covers everything. I'll just double check the list. Ah, that's one that I didn't cover and it'll be the last one. Uh, which coach was the most influential during your career and more or less the person that you are now? Yeah, that would that would have to be at um, waffle level. Yeah, um, East Fremantle, Nikki Harwood, uh, Webbo we call it. Mm-hmm. Why Webbo when her name's not? Oh, this story. I think I think it went back to the Nikki Webster days. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, yep. and then Webster Webbo. Yeah, then, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I went across in 2011 mm-hmm. to East Fremantle. Um, was already pretty pretty good friends with Webbo before that. Yep. Um, and yeah, she's. She's just, oh, she's just the most genuine human you'll ever meet. Yeah. So, um, she'll tell you pretty quickly when you need to work harder. Yeah. Um, but she'll she'll let you know when you um, need to relax. You need to just chill out a little bit and um, yeah. So she she helped keep my dream alive. Yeah. yeah. Now that's awesome. Yeah. And obviously, speak because that got caught me off guard. The nickname, which is funny as, um, who had the funniest nickname, or did you have a nickname from your teammates or whatever? Yeah. So my nickname's Happy. Well, I mean, you are always <laughs> smiling already. Yeah. So is, is that where it comes from? No, it doesn't. No. Okay. Uh, it was actually my Swan District day. So, okay. And I was 15. Um, so that was the youngest you could play in women's footy. And okay. back then there was no there was no gr- like youth girls and groupings. Yeah, okay, yeah. It, was it was like 15 up against like 30-year-olds. Yeah, it was open age. So wow. most of these girls are like early 20s. Yeah. And um, I got shin splints. And I was, I was struggling. Not fun. That's but I was not a like, fun time. Oh, but I've got it. Gotta push through. Yep. Gotta, gotta look strong, you know. Gotta, okay. Just gotta get through this. Yep. Just trying to get through training. What's wrong with you? Mm. What, what, what do you mean? Oh, you just look like you're running like a penguin. <laughs> and <laughs> I was feet. like, oh no. And they were like, what's that movie? Oh, Happy Feet. And the Happy Feet was like the first half an hour. And then it was like, nah, it's too long. Let's just call her Happy. Yep. 
And I'm this 15-year-old kid going, <laughs> oh, yep, all right, no worries. I'm like, it could be worse. Yeah, that's true. My sister, she plays in like like open-age women's uh, AFL down in South Australia. And I, I don't know if she has a nickname, but speaking of you, you said you'd got shin splints. She tore her ACL last year. Yeah. And um, as you were saying, like, you know, you've got to get through. She still played the rest of the season with the ACL gone. <laughs> she taped it up and everything. It's like, cause she's a nurse. She... And, Got some uh, pain injections that, she, as in from work, that could help her out. As in, she didn't do it illegally. Yeah, she, yeah. She got it administered properly at work, but that yep. way she could still play. And I'm like, you fucking idiot! You've yeah. probably done more damage. Anyway, turns out she actually got the surgeon who was the West Coast Eagles knee surgeon oh. f- up until like two years ago. Wow! And I'm like, she couldn't have got that better ACL <laughs> yeah. surgeon because an AFL surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just like, fuck it, because you were saying, you know, pain through shin splints. Yeah. And I'm like. This bitch, my sister, not you, yeah. um, w- was literally like playing through an ACL tour. And I'm like... That's a bit next level. That that's is a bit. I'm know. just like... That's a, it's a bit extreme. Um, Leah Maskell. Uh, yeah, that's true. In, from Freeman or... Uh, that would have been two or three years ago mm. now. She played with no ACL. Yeah. So she just built her muscles up. But that's just unbelievable. Like, yeah. I don't know how. I don't know. I've got two of ACLs and I'm like, whoop, knees are not. I was going to say, how was the ACLs and or injuries that you've copped during your time in playing AFL? Yeah, I've had an ACL on the left one. Um, and that's why I reckon my right one's probably got that arthritis. Because it was compensating. For, absolutely. Yeah. yeah my si- yep. See, my sister had a thing called tendinopathy in one knee from mm. when she was like 16. Got it surgically fixed. And the ACL was done in the other knee. So she's now got b- oh, bugger knees, yep. just obviously such as yourself. And it, I wouldn't wish it on anyone, no. obviously, because I've seen what she's gone through. Um, so I guess, is there any advice that you have for anyone recovering from an ACL surgery or injury? You know, what can they do to, you know, get back? Yeah, sort of it's so important to do your recovery. Yeah. Like, it's just unbelievably important. And I think once you've kind of done that ACL um you're going to have to do that strength for the rest of your life. And mm. um, I think sometimes that, that, that's probably not talked about as much. It's yeah. like, right, this is this is it now. Like, you've got to really take care of your body. and She really literally conscious. was like, I want to play AFL next year. Yeah. <laughs> so, the surgeon was like, look, because so didn't try, but the surgeon was like, I can take a bit of your hamstring and make it into your ACL if you want to play next year. Or I yep. can just repair it to the point where you've got no pain, you can walk on it sort of thing. She's like... I want to play AFL yep. again next yep. year. Get me out there. Yeah, so she's doing that. And then if it happens again, then she'll do the whole, just yep. the reconstruction without being able to play. And I'm like, you fucking idiot. You should have gone with this. <laughs> well, anyway, so continue with yeah. your advice. Yeah, so yeah, I guess you just got to be more conscious of your body. So yeah. um, don't play through stuff. Yeah, maybe, don't. Maybe don't. Uh, if you're a bit sore, have a rest on it. And that's pretty common. Like mm. in, in um, I suppose, AFLW level, was you, you get pretty sore coming yeah. back. Um and, you know, the strength and conditioning coaches, they know what they're doing. Yeah, um, absolutely. But, but they definitely work, yeah. So, they, they, they push you to your limits. So, um, yeah, sometimes it's just being really conscious of how you're feeling and, and flagging that pretty early to to give yourself a little bit of a rest so you're not overdoing it. But, yeah. But, yeah, the recovery is with you for life after that. So well, yeah, it is because it's... you got to learn to yeah. love the gym. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great statement. Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, geez, I don't really know where to go from there because that's that's a great sort of topic to end on. So I'll do a click, and that way, if anything comes to my head, I can edit that bit to be the end. Yeah. Um. So you played at Gold Coast, obviously, and Frio and West Coast. Um, who was your favourite player growing up? Oh, it's is it is it Ben Cousins? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's it's what he's done. 
after playing is a bit how you go. Yeah. But during his playing, he he didn't win a brown there for nothing. Yeah. You know, like yeah. so obviously any off field stuff I, I do not condone. No, like, no, I'm not we, I'm we're no, not condoning gosh, no. that here at all. No. Um but his on field stuff, the way that that man could push his body yeah. um and his skills it, yeah, it's, just it's unreal. Second and what are your thoughts on when Juddy went to Carlton? Oh uh, yeah, it's a good one. Um Oh, look, you, you see a lot now. As you, you would understand as a player, yeah, you know. Yeah, like I do, under, I get it. It's really hard moving across the other side of the country. And, yeah. You know, they, these kids, these guys. And vice versa. Some, yeah. you know, WA players going back sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. And, and these, you know, these guys are, are moving when they're 18. So, yeah. um, you know, I, can't, I don't know how old Juddy was when he went back. He was... It's pretty... He would have been in his late was 20s. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, oh, the man's giving you... How many years? He's yeah. given you a premiership. He's given you a premiership. <laughs> he's least. given you a brown loaf for your club. So yeah. I get it. Like, yeah. and, and if he had done nothing good, but spoons, yeah. that's different. That's a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but and, and the deal was good. Like, yeah. the, you know, as long as the club, the club looked after themselves, they didn't get anyone. They got Josh Kennedy. Which, which is... Which is his leading goal kicker He's the just club. retired, he's, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's an absolute beast of a... A man to, yeah. to play AFL. I think he's like six four, something like that. Um, he sits in full forward, and he, he's still able to and speak- run a pretty pretty decent two k. So, and I was going to say, there's there's a big thing in the AFLW compared to the AFL, and that's Irish players coming over and yeah. playing, which is because yep. obviously Gaelic football is very similar to AFL. And I've been meaning to ask this because I've had mainly. Irish players from the AFLW on my podcast. So I thought, from an Aussie standpoint, how do they stack up against the, you know, such as yourself and Aussies? Like, are they better? Are they like, how do you, how did you feel going up against, you know, players from Gaelic football background? Yeah. Oh, look, like they're elite runners. Yeah. They're so good. And um, realistically, like, they get their skills up to scratch pretty quickly. Well, like, it's a very similar game. Yeah. That, like, don't get me wrong, some of them have some. Odd kicking styles, yeah, but it, it works for them. So I mean, you look at some some Aussie guys, um, even some Aussie women. You know, probably going back from when the balls used to be too big. Yeah, there's some of the ball drops are very very different. Yeah, um, but if it gets to where it's going, then there's no issues. So yeah, I'm and I'm I'm close with the girls that um, played at West Coast, the Irish girls. Like I love them to be. It's like they're just the best humans to have in your club. Yeah, like they're just they're absolutely. They're here for footy. Yeah, that's it. So they they've moved across the, the world. Yeah, not just the country, yeah, the world. Yeah, to come and play, and they're all in. Yeah, like they they love it. They're watching vision. They're talking to you. They're understanding positions. They're doing how is skills. it trying to understand their accents though? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is it hard? Oh yeah, look, it wasn't great to begin with. <laughs> but I'm, I'm probably a little bit too um a little bit too black and white. Like, what? I can't understand you. What do you? What? I need you to slow down for me. Like, yeah. So, yeah. so they were pretty good the second year they came out. They were very like, "How are you going?" So I'm like, "Are you talking slower on purpose?" Like, oh no, that's that's amazing. Um, and obviously we covered favorite movie, which you couldn't think of. Do you have a favorite show or a show that you're binging at the moment? Oh, I'm actually binging at the moment. I've gone back to binge yep. Game of Thrones. I've not watched that ever. Nah, is so it good? I remember watching the start of it and then it just dropped away. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, well, me and Holly have gone back to watch that. And What season are you up to now? I think we're up to five now. Okay. Are you guys going to yeah. follow on into that like show that came out recently? Well, that's House actually why we've binged it. Oh, so, we're, okay. we're like, oh, we better watch the first one. And we had a few people say, oh, you're probably better off watching this one first. And then because it's meant to be 
Oh, like a prequel thing? Yeah. So did you watch that? And nah, then, no, we've, okay. we've done it in order. We're like, yeah. nah, we'll do it in order that they put them out. So. Fair enough. And um, this is totally not AFL related. It's not even... It's it's movie related because we're talking about shows and movies. Did you hear about that um, Harry Potter is getting a remake? Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'll let you have your sip first. Um, I, I can't confirm or deny if, it's, if there's any truth to it. But apparently, they're holding off because they, they were going to re-release the books at, like the twenty-year anniversaries, you know, which the yep. uh, Philosopher's Stone got a uh, re-release this year because it's twenty years, I think, or thirty years, something like that, since yep. the movie, since the book came out. But they've put a hold on that now because apparently it's going to be re redone. And I mean, the only way I could think that they could do it is remaster it like they do with albums, not redo it with a whole new cast. Yeah. But yeah. Surely, because it wouldn't be right if they no, didn't. No, they th- th- if they do do it, they better do it British and not American. <laughs> yes. Because, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you're a Harry Potter fan anyway, but... No, yeah. well, I, I have watched them. Yep. Um, I hadn't until mm-hmm. probably about four or five years ago. Jeez, that's a bit I of went, a faux pas. Yeah, <laughs> I watched, I think I watched one. Okay. And then I just, just dropped off, wasn't really into it. And Fair then enough. sat down, yeah, but probably about three or four years ago and went... Got a bit of time on my hands. I should probably sit down and watch these because there's a few people talking about them. What's your favourite one of them? Oh, I I don't have a favourite. I just watched them. I was like, at least I can get some context to it now. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Some of them I was like, oh, it's a bit bit odd, but... It is... is My miso, she fucking loves it way (laughs) more than I do. She's like, she's got a house sorted. She's got a (laughs) wand and a Patronus. But, nah, um... It's I love it. My favorite movie is the third one. But speaking of um, Game of Thrones and all that, is there any other shows that like your favorite show growing up as a kid? Oh, The Simpsons was pretty big. Yeah, as a kid, that's pretty. Good. Like when when I was a kid, they played an episode every night on Channel Ten. Yeah, six, yeah. 6 p.m. Yeah, six p.m. Channel 6 p.m. Ten. Yeah. I remember that. It was like my oh, parents were like, right, you got to get ready. It was yeah. dinner with with dinner. Simpsons, and then it was ready for bed like within an hour or two after yeah. that. Yeah, so we were allowed to sit down. And watch. Did you have Fox Eight and binge Simpsons on the weekends? No, no, oh. no we I waited, <laughs> okay. I waited for the, you know every night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we're allowed to sit down and watch TV while having dinner, yep. and that was. The only the only reason because Simpsons were on, so I was yeah I was one of my favourite as a kid. Okay, do you have any other cartoon type shows? Because obviously Simpsons people like Futurama, some people like you know Family Guy. Oh, do you like other ones? Yeah, like that? I've gotten into Family Guy afterwards yeah. only because it's a bit more crude. It so. is. It, it's a bit funnier, you <laughs> yeah, could say. Yeah, yeah. And oh, that kind of brings up one more topic, and then we'll call it quits because we're at forty five minutes now. Jeez, didn't even realise that. Um, who's your favourite comedian? Because I'm sure you like comedians. Ooh, like you can't go past Carl Barron. No, you like really can't. He's he's just so funny. But there's some smaller ones in America, especially with Instagram Explorer right, now. D- like, do you watch, uh, have you heard of Burt Kreischer? Oh, no, right. I don't think I have. Okay, who are some of the American comedians that you like? Oh, I saw this guy, I can't remember his last name, but he's like Mark someone. I saw him on Instagram the other day and I was like, oh, he's quite funny. I think I know the name, yeah. I can't, I can't remember his last no. name. I think he might have started with B, but... It's just that Instagram Explore. Yeah. Sometimes I don't even take notice of the na- the artist. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, give them a follow because then you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. like, um, But yeah, you just get so many. I'm like, oh, they're pretty good. But just kind of haven't made it, I suppose. There's always yeah. the big ones that There's always around. the huge ones like Jim Jeffries and all them. And I'm just like... But Carl Barron will. Carl Barron. Uh, I've seen him live. Like he's have just, you? Oh, he's so good. Yeah, that's, he's just good. You can't, so I can't good. go past him. He's the best. Like yeah. he, he really is. Like he's so fucking funny. And he just knows how to work a crowd. 
He does. Like he's just, he's onto it. He knows what's going on in the crowd and he pulled a couple of people up and it's just, yeah. Where, where did you see him live? Was it in Queensland or over in no, WA? No, was in WA. This was probably like, I think this might have been pre-COVID. Okay, yep. Yeah, yep. And then obviously COVID. I was going to say, speaking of COVID, down. you were in the AFLW during COVID. How yes. did that go? Yeah. Oh, it was, it was an experience, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Especially because we were based in Perth. Fuck. So... We had locked everyone out of our state. Yeah, you did. So yeah. we were like, nah, see you later. You guys deal with that over there. Yep. And we'll just live in our little bubble. Yep. So we had no COVID. I didn't know anyone that had had COVID. Yep. No one, not a soul. I didn't know anyone that had known anyone that had COVID. Yep. So uh, we were a bit like... Is COVID a thing? Yeah, is it real? <laughs> nah, it's definitely real. It is, absolutely. Um, but we, we knew it was real and we were like, shit, we're flying right into the middle an absolute hotspot. Yeah, fuck. We were paranoid. We oh, were I would have been like, too. I would have been like double masking, triple masking. And I was patient zero. So that went really fuck. well. Um, it was actually against... You the were patient zero for the team. Yeah, Did you get COVID yeah. first? And wow. it was actually against the Gold Coast Suns. So <laughs> <laughs> I tried to find out actually when I went to the Suns. I was like, right, who gave me COVID? <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. So yeah, it was... Um, how, did, how did you go with COVID? Because I had it earlier this year in like April. I was... Literally like a very bad flu. Like I mean, I had the sweats yeah. and everything. How was it for you? Oh, I had I had the headaches and a yep. bit of a um bit of snotty nose, yep. sore throat. Mine was the sore throat, and obviously we didn't know anyone that had had it. No, so you didn't know what to expect. So I had a really burning sore throat. Wow. And I flagged it, and we're doing coat rat tests, and we're doing all these tests, and come back negative. And I was like, oh, I like to sleep with my aircon on, like ten degrees. Yeah. Blanket on, nice and like well, really that's the cold. Thing. You, you can be cold, but with the blanket, people are like, oh, why do you have yeah. the aircon on if you've got the blanket? Yeah. On? You don't. If you have to ask that question, yeah. you don't get it. You don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember one of my mates actually walking past my room and going, "Fucking hell, it's cold when you open that door." <laughs> like, what are you, are you sleeping in that? And I went, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, oh, "My throat's a bit sore." They're like, "Turn your aircon up." Like, they're like, "You've probably got a cold from your aircon." Doing rat tests, negative, and everyone's like, "No, oh, you're fine. It's all good." Okay, yeah, no worries. We'll just keep going. And then about two days later, it's COVID. positive test. Yeah, and no, I that was like, like oh, me no. when I tested. I tested negative the first day. Um, the second day, I tested negative, and then I was still feeling shit. I mean, like it felt bad flu, and I'm like, fuck. And I tested again the third day, and it was positive. Yeah, but like I was feeling shit both of those two days yeah. though. But yeah, damn. And yeah, that's why it's very important to just. Stay home. Oh, well, I was Stay staying home, home the whole time. Yeah, I was just making those rats are not 100%. No, they're not. Uh, but we didn't know back then. No, obviously. So not. we were just like, oh, well, if the rats say it's negative. So I was still, still training. I was trying not to interact with the group, but I was yeah. still training. Yep. So obviously, touching the same footies and whatnot. We all had our separate water bottles, but you know, you're in the same kind of area. You're trying yeah. to stay away. But so yeah, I got COVID and it wasn't until about three or four days later. Yeah. <laughs> Was apparently it was Did it rip through the team? Yeah, I think that was about 14 or 15. So we had to postpone games. <sighs> yeah, geez. Yeah, and it was funny because my best mate were inseparable. Me and Mel Caulfield. Yep. Shout out to Mel. Shout out to Mel. Uh, we're absolutely inseparable. So people were like, oh, Mel's, Mel's screwed. Yeah. Mel's definitely <laughs> it. And she lasted longer than some other people. Wow, so before she got yeah, positive. Wow. Every time she walked into the dining hall, apparently, what I'm told is that they would get up and go, oh, just absolutely cheer and go, she's made another day. <laughs> That's amazing. And obviously, that was, um, that was your bestie over there. Who is your Gold Coast Suns bestie? Yeah. Oh, it, was pro- it probably has to be. Oh, it's hard. I could probably yep. get a little group. Yep. yep. Um, Tiles. Well, is there anyone that you were inseparable to that level from? Like, nah, me nah. and Mel probably be a bit, bit too codependent, I reckon. 
<laughs> it's probably good I came over here. Just give us a little break apart. Yeah. Um, yeah. We You're just... going to be visiting her if you go over for yeah, Christmas? Yeah, absolutely. I got her, I got her parents' house for Christmas. So, huh? Yeah. Oh, as in you were going there when you were over playing in Perth? In yeah. On Perth? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They love me more than her now. <laughs> so, <laughs> shout out to Shane and Shez. Uh, shout out to Shane and Shez and Mel as <laughs> and well. Mel. Um, um, so yeah, we we are thick of these. We we've known each other for eleven years, oh, so it's a yeah. little bit different. But yeah, yeah probably like Tiles, Viv, and, and Scotty. We're we're all pretty close group. Yeah, nice. Um, but Tiles is my locker buddy, so yeah. um, you know, <laughs> Tiles and Kaylee are my locker buddies. So I'm pretty close with them because you you know you're always next to each other, yeah. vibing off each other. So um, yeah, no, nah, she she's all right. I won't tell her that though. <laughs> but. Yeah, no, I mean, unless she listens to this. <laughs> unless she listens to this. Uh, I can't let her head get too big. 